0: Hey, hey, Erin Kelly, CEO and co-founder here. So I have been jamming out with Meg Casewell, our Member all SEO expert. And we did, uh, we already did an episode around kind of like the basic FAQs for the new blog feature in terms of SEO. So like what to put in the individual SEO information areas, what to put in the main SEO areas, where to put your analytics code, uh, and then we're breaking down three different kind of personas of you don't have content and you want to start using the Member Vault blog feature. How do you do it in a smart way? The people who want to consolidate everything in one place on Member Vault um, that have existing content somewhere else and what they should do. And then now we are going to be digging into the established blog owner who has either a lot of content or just knows that they want to keep their existing content where it is, whether that's WordPress, Squarespace or wherever it's living. Um, But they also are kind of curious about like, is there a way for me to use the member vault blog feature without having to move all of my blog content over? And so this is what Meg like dreams and talks about all day. And so I wanted to have her on to really geek out about pro level SEO and how you can make this new feature work for you without moving your entire blog over. Yeah.
1: Ahead, <laughs> <laughs> I have lots of thoughts on this, but I feel like it's also kind of hard to wrap your head around it in a theoretical way. So I want to use an example that came up in the um in the Member Vault Collaborative, which is Erin Chamberlain says that she's been writing a lot of articles on LinkedIn. And she's wondering if she should move those over to Member Vault. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when we're thinking about what belongs on Member Vault and what belongs on my regular website blog, and how do I connect between them, um think about maybe maybe get started with some of that supplemental content that you're creating in other places and it's disappearing um, where you have your blog that has all your like, I have all my fancy sales pages over there and I have you know ways that people can work with me and I have a, some blog posts, I have some content. Maybe you wanna leave that there if you have traffic coming to it, if you're established, but what's some additional content that you can create that might feel supportive to people um, that may or may not really fit onto your website as it stands. Um, This might also be, you know, depending on how you wanna set up your website, this might be a good place if you have a podcast, just put your podcast show notes on your blog or on your Member Vault blog so that way people can come over there, but you can keep your primary website that is much more focused on, you know, um, here's how you can work with me. Here's more about my process. You know, th- your website can establish yourself, but your member vault might be a place where people can get to know you a little bit better.
0: I really like that. And I think that it's a really smart play to have your transcripts that you're going to be presumably sharing on a weekly basis. Like after you do your podcast or your YouTube or whatever, once that's published and the transcript is on your member vault, like you're going to be sharing that on social media, you're going to be sharing that kind of more heavily to your existing audience. And that's going to be pulling them directly back into your member vault so that you can have all of that behavioral tracking information for people that are logged in. Um, it's going to be giving you the opportunity to very easily get all of the, the eyes on your your paid offers and your free offers that are inside your member vault. One of the scenarios I like to think about is you know, if someone that already signed up for a course or a free content that you have but like you pull them back in with some free content and they're like, oh yeah, <laughs> like I was doing that course and now maybe I should go back in or maybe I realized that that's not for me. Maybe I should buy their like one-to-one or their intensive or whatever. Um, so it gives you more opportunities to make that magic happen. Here's my question. Um, if you are having you are keeping your established website that has like your work with me and like all of that stuff. And presumably you are linking to your member vault somewhere in your menu of that website. And then you have your transcripts and kind of like your like revolving wheel of content that you are creating on a regular (laughs) basis over on member vaults. Is there a smart way to like link back and forth inside of those content pieces um, that is good for SEO?
1: I would say uh yes there's absolutely the opportunity to link between these different resources and you know assets that you have within your business but I would also say like if you want to create on your member vault things that are really closely tied to your products in your marketplace, and then kind of have more educational content on your blog post or on on your, your main website, that might also be a way to do this. So having almost like a teaser module of your course, but you pull it out and you make it public, um, and putting that in a blog post on member vault, but then on your regular website, having much more like, here's how to get a, you know, here's how to get a sneak peek of this and sending them over to your member vault and having that be public and free and not requiring people to log in for it. So thinking about, I I think the the real answer to this isn't necessarily like, how do we cross link between these? Or how do we, how do we, although it's a really good question, but more like, where are people in their knowledge of you? Where are they Mm -hmm. in their customer journey? So If people, and so the customer journey, it's like a a framework that has five levels. One is like, they have no idea that you even exist. They have no idea that they have any problems, right? Like, we're not worried Mm -hmm. about them. Um, your your, Your key website blog might be a good place for like, I know that I have a problem, but I'm not sure what to do about it that kind of content might do really well on your blog to help people discover you. But then once they realize that there is a solution, once they become solution aware, maybe you want to have more information about your specific products on your Member Vault blog posts. So you can kind of like, after they realize they have a problem, they know that there's a solution, you can start to create much more content on your Member Vault. So that way they're already there and making the leap from a blog post to a product doesn't feel as hard when they're more aware of what it is that they might need from you.
0: I really like that breakdown. So it's like awareness level content goes on your main website and then educational free content goes on your member vault blog that very easily links into that product where it's like, you know, here's some really great educational things around this framework that I teach or whatever. If you want to go into my membership or my one-to-one to actually get support around doing that framework, like here you go. Like, I feel like that is a really great flow.
1: Yeah. So let's use an example. If we have like a business coach, they could have a blog post called like, should you start a business where people are kind of going like, "Mm, I don't know if I want to start a business or if I just want to be promoted at my job, should I quit my job and go start a business? Right? Like those are people who aren't ready to buy anything yet. They're just curious. And so you can use the content on your website to hit people at that point. Um, And then uh, I'm thinking of a a mutual friend of ours, Erin, who is a profit first coach and she helps people Start their businesses that way. And so, when they're starting to think about, like, what is my cash flow? And how do I make sure my business is profitable? And how do I set up these specific bank accounts? Those are people who are a little bit more advanced, who are probably already have businesses if they're starting to think about cash flow and bank accounts. So, maybe the blog posts in that situation go onto her member vault because those are people who are like, oh yeah, I will go get that free calculator or whatever. You know, like I will go check that thing out and give my email address. So mm-hmm. if you if you have the educational content that already exists on your main website or you have those sales pages that are like perfectly designed and you don't want to mess with them, that's fine. Um, but if you have kind of supplemental or more specific ideas of those questions that people ask when they're almost ready to buy from you, that would be a great thing to create on your Member Vault blog.
0: And I think that it's really important to have a strategy before you get started, because I'm thinking through the experience of someone that is like reading through blog content. They found you through Googling, um, they went to your main website and they're like reading a blog post and then they click over to your member vault to dig into something else. And then it links back to another blog post on, you know, like that would be really annoying as a, reader like you'd be like why am i bouncing back and forth between these two things so i think that it's really important that if you're going to do this and have it in two different locations that you have a a clear strategy for yourself so you're not kind of just like haphazardly putting content um you know in different places
1: yeah. And I think thinking about the flow of how people are moving between places is really smart. If you're, if you're a copywriter and you have two options in your member vault, and one is let me do copywriting for you. And the other is let me teach you copywriting. Um, then maybe you want to have a blog post on your member vault. That's like, should I hire a copywriter or learn to do it myself? And then you can link to each of those products from right there within your member vault account.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So One of the user questions that we had submitted, I think is a really good one for us to dive into before we run out of time. And it's that I like the idea of everything in one place, um, but not sure about moving everything over concerned about how it's going to affect, um, SEO. And like, I don't know that I really want to maintain two different blogs, but like, I'm also not sure, I'm not sure how I should move forward. So what's your thought process on that?
1: Um, I do think that if you're concerned about splitting your time between two different locations, you don't have to, you know, your member vault will not get any less valuable to you if you
0: don't add the blog functionality. Or if you do and you get rid of the other one.
1: <laughs> right. If if you're concerned about splitting your time, if you're concerned about like, I don't know which one's going to be better. um, You don't, you can just choose one and stick with it Um, yes. because you're, you're right. This was Leah who asked this question. And it's like, mm-hmm. if you have two different sites and you're trying to rank both of them, it's like you're, you're splitting your attention between two different places.
0: Yeah. Which could be a little exhausting. I mean, you're having to like manage analytics in both places. And like, it's just, I, I am, I am all about efficiency and streamlining things. So for me, the thought of having it in two different places is like, oh, like that feels heavy. Um, but I also know that if I had. If I'm thinking of, we have a couple of different users that I'm thinking of that have very established, like they are, they are bloggers and that is their business and they make money off their blog. The thought of moving over both because our feature is still kind of a baby feature. Like it, it it, hasn't, we don't have the optimizations there yet. um, But also just like the, the sheer weight of like having to move all of that over would feel really heavy. Uh, And so I know that, you know, as with everything in business, like what works for one person is not going to work for someone else. So knowing the options is good.
1: Yeah. And I think knowing that, you know, you can, you can change your mind and you might have different audiences that you're talking to. Um, You know, right now I have uh, an agency where I'm teaching people how to do SEO and I want to keep everything on that site because it's pretty well established, but I also just started a podcast in January that's talking to different people. So I may like abandon that website and just bring all my podcast show notes over to member vault, you know? Like Mm -hmm. thinking about the fact that different people can engage with different content in different ways. Maybe you just have a a section of, just a section of your post that you move over and that's all, you only have like a category that you bring over because you want to be able to talk to people a little bit differently. Or, you know, when you talk about a specific topic maybe you build it out that way. Mm
0: -hmm. The
1: strategy doesn't have to be black and white either or but yeah. it can be, no. if you want it to be either, <laughs> or that's okay too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. If you, if you want to live in the gray zone go for it, if you want to be black or white, totally. Uh, I do think that's a really good example. I feel like you could just, it could be like, okay, from, I, I have my existing blog that is over here, but I also for kind of like consumable content, like social media posts that I've performed really well on my podcast or my YouTube or something like that. Emails that have gotten really good engagement that I want mm. to, you know, pull off. I, I know it's so good, right? Um, the, the, you can use the, the member Belt blog feature for that. So it's kind of like a different type of free content that you are, are putting on there.
1: Yeah. Thinking about all the different ways that you can connect with people. It doesn't have to be like a formal blog with, you know, a beginning, middle and end and all of the subheadings. If you just want to use it as a space to, to gather your resources or share your favorite emails or something along those lines and, and be able to share it that way, that's an option too.
0: You're right, Erin. Yeah. Yeah. And I will, I'll drop a plug for our new comment feature that's going to be coming within the month. And that would be a really fun way to perhaps use repurpose your email content and put comments on there so that people can have discussions with you about stuff that you cover in your emails. Like it'd be a really fun way. And also podcasts for that matter. Because I know that's something that's kind of hard when you're podcasting, like you want to have, be able to have kind of conversations throughout the episode. And there's really not a good feedback loop. I know I don't really like sending people to social media because I'm not on social media. So it's not like I can be like, Hey, DM me on Instagram, if you liked this episode, because it doesn't really work uh, for me. So being able to you know, send people to a place to be able to have kind of like continued conversations around the content is a fun way that you could use that once we have the comment feature. Absolutely. And if you want to try to build a community
1: and then have them go into your products and make them feel like they already know their way around without needing to learn a whole new interface, this is also a good time to maybe think about that.
0: Totally. Totally. So many, so many gems. So before we jump off, um, is there any, are there any of your free resources that you think would be a really good fit for this audience
1: type? Well, I have a blog post that I'll share here. That's all about how to make a decision. If you want to create a new website for a new thing that you're doing, or if you prefer to keep it, um, all in one place and how to make those decisions and what are the things to consider. Um, so the same would apply for, you know, a course platform like this, where you have some, some places in a marketplace and some blogs and here, and you know, splitting things up. Um, I will share that
0: to go into the show notes. Awesome. And like we said, on the other episodes, if you have other questions that came up while you were listening to this, definitely go if into the collaborative over on Facebook, membervault.co forward slash collab, or you can just search for membervault collaborative uh, and ask your questions in there so that, you know, we know what other episodes we should be creating, what other help docs we should be creating, et cetera, to support you in your decision on how to use this. Is there anything else that you want to throw in, Meg, before we get off?
1: No, I think that's it. If you guys have any questions, let us know. And then I will strong arm Aaron into getting onto a phone call with me again to answer the
0: next round of the FAQ. It sounds good.